With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Friday, Friday, 2nd December, in Kempi for breakfast, ready to rip into the last hour of our Friday show. Coming up, we're going to talk some b-ball, breakers, basketball, how good are the breakers at the moment, 11 and 4, absolutely flying, but if you've just tuned in, it's okay, and you've missed the last hour, well, I recommend you go and have a listen to Dick Taylor. Dick Taylor is a champion in his own right. He is reflecting on Sir Murray Halberg and the impact he has left, left on athlete, athletics New Zealand, but not only athletics, and, and young athletes and changing lives with the Murray Halberg, Sir Murray Halberg Foundation and the Halberg Awards and the, what the awards they are today. So awesome. Great to chat to Dick Taylor. Head over to the SNZ app and Izzy and Kempe and get all the podcasts, not only Dick Taylor, all of our guests we've had on throughout the week. Double eight, double three, keep those messages coming through. There's a couple there that we'll get to shortly. The white hot breakers are bending and breaking everyone in their path at the moment. Last night showing the Garden City, what they're all about is they absolutely blew the southeast Melbourne Phoenix off the court. The breakers scored 37 in the first quarter, and then 63 in total in the first half to bury the Phoenix. Then in there, ended up shooting better than 50% from the field and from three. With half of the regular season to play, there is a long way to go, but the writing is on the wall. This could be a vintage New Zealand Breakers year yet. Alex Pledger held down the paint for the Breakers for a very long time and knows what it's what their feeling was like when they were at their very best being a part of all four AMBL championship teams. He's with us now. Morning, Alex. How are you doing, brother? Yeah, good morning. Uh, not too bad. A little bit early for my personal preference, but... Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest. I've been, I've, been, I've been used to sleeping in for the last year and a half, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, mate, I miss those sleepings. I tell you what. It's, well, it's funny, you, you, you talk to fellow past athletes, fellow athletes, and you're like, hey, can you come on the show? And they're like, oh, bro, what time? I'm like, well, look, we're not going to go 6, we're not going to go 7, we'll give you 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock's a hell of a sleep in an hour book, so <laughs> surely, surely you must be refreshed. But that's enough of the sleepers. Let's talk about the breakers, mate. They are back. What is it, mate? Is it personnel? Is it coaching group? The style, the way that they're playing? Like, what can you pinpoint it to? Um, I think it's a combination of all of those things. They have um, obviously actually getting to play home games this year. Obviously, would would be a massive yeah. help. But they just seem to um, the the new coach that they've got this year. He um, 
you know, made a lot of comments in the off season about, you know, the, you know, back in the championship era, I guess you'd call it. You know, we were kind of well known for. We obviously had some amazing imports, but we were kind of that kind of Kiwi culture and Kiwi core that they um, mm. that was constantly spoken about. He kind of made a a lot of comments in the off season about kind of trying to bring that back in. So there's a lot of kind of key New Zealanders uh, on the squad this year that are playing really well. And they've got three um, really good imports. And, yeah, just they're, they're um, a well-balanced roster. They're coached very well. Um, yeah, they're just a, a team that, just from the outside looking in, that don't appear to have a whole lot of holes. They have um, great point guard play. They have great big men. You know, all their everybody knows what their role is. Everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing out there. They appear to have great kind of chemistry and camaraderie and all that kind of stuff. So, kind of, you know, all the all the little on court and off court kind of things that you'd pinpoint to a team being successful or not. They've they've kind of ticked all the boxes so far. Hey Alex, how important is that when you've got you know like a well balanced team? Obviously, everyone's talking about the imports and how well they're playing, but to have the backup and the depth um, in New Zealand with the talent, how important is that when you when you when you, I guess, being regarded as the the favourites for the competition to get you through the um, the competition come finals time? Yeah, having yeah, that, that's one thing I should have mentioned before as well. They they have a lot of depth at every position. Um, and that's that's hugely important, you know, throughout the the course of an entire season. Um, you know, nothing goes perfectly. You know, people get injured. People have moments where they play well and moments where they don't play well. And, you know, when you have... But when you know that guy um, coming off the bench or, a, you know, a development player who's been um, working his backside off in practice, you know, you having the confidence that that next guy coming in is going to get the job done, um, you know, that's that's hugely important to, uh, you know, to getting through an entire season um, the way that they have been so far. Mate, just tell us about the uh, fellow big man like yourself, you know, playing the centre position, the way that the, the role of the centre has evolved. You've got Rob Lowe that is a big man, but he can actually drop bombs and drop buckets outside the circle so do you feel like the role of the centre is evolving and is changing? Um, kind of not necessarily just the centre position but almost mm. almost every position you know they, they speak a lot about you know how basketball is kind of you know you have your traditional you know your point guard your shooting guard you and go on down the line but it's kind of become a little bit positionless uh, as the kind of as the years have gone on, you know, like you look in the look at the NBA and you have, you know, centres bringing the ball up and running pick and rolls and doing all sorts of stuff. So, and, you know, the breakers have a lot of that versatility. They have guys who can guard, you know, three, in some cases, even four positions. They have, yeah, they kind of, all the, all the boxes that you'd want, they kind of, they kind of have them tipped. But the, the centre position specifically, I think, um, with Pardon and Rob, um, they kind of give teams two two different looks. You know, they Pardon's a kind of more interior focused, strong and athletic around the rim, whereas Rob, um, obviously, he's been he had a hell of a game last night. I think he had like seventeen mm-hmm. points in like ten minutes or yep. something. 
And um, so until, you know, when he comes in and, you know, he can shoot the ball and spread the floor, he just, you know, you have to you have to prepare for Rob completely differently the way that you do the pardon. So kind of having um, that kind of ability to kind of change it up at that spot, um, yeah, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty valuable kind of asset that they've got. Hey Alex, everyone's talking about how good the play the players are going, and you know you're talking the depth, the imports, but and it seems like Modi Moore, the coach, is just flying under the radar. What what difference has he made to the team this year? Um, it's kind of it's kind of hard to well, obviously they've just the, the buy into a culture and a certain style of play. He's obviously done a fantastic job there, but I think he's just. You know, it's pretty well known that, especially in the previous two or three years, however long he was there when he was the assistant coach, that he was pretty energetic and up and about on the sideline. Um, and he's probably that way as a head coach as well. So I think, um, you know, just having um, a guy like that, this kind of, um, you know, that what's that old saying, that kind of, teams take on the personality of their coach a little bit so he kind of that mm. passion that he has and mm. how he's um kind of just up and about and just the energy that he coaches with i think that kind of transfers into the team a little bit um and obviously the the results for the first half of the season have been uh have been pretty good yeah, they have been good because you spoke about it. They've been away for many years. I think that game against Ken's Taipans when they came from behind and win it just gave them a hell of a lot of confidence knowing that they can win offshore and they have flown since. Um, just just quick, on the other side, of where, where were the threats come? They played the fourth side southeast Melbourne um, a basketball team last night and just really demolished them quite easily. So is it where the threats come in the competition for the breakers? Um, I think... Yeah, I think most people would agree the Sydney Kings are probably the biggest threat in terms of other teams. I think they've, you know, I think half a season is a fairly reliable kind of sample size and you can comfortably say they're at worst the second best team in the league. So um, so Sydney, you know, Sydney are a very deep and talented team as well. But, um, you know, I think right now... Um, you kind of have to, um, in terms of championship favourites, you'd probably have to put the breakers towards uh, um, on top. I think. I mean, oh, yeah. when you look at the record, yeah, when you look at the record, they're not too far off. But you know, Sydney have won their last two games on the buzzer, um, and you know, the the breakers have just been wrecking people by fifteen twenty points in the yeah. game. And, it's, and it seems a bit of a miracle if the other team can score more than 70, 75 points. Um, they've had a good day. Yeah, yeah their defence is unbelievably good this year. So, um, so yeah, I'd say the Sydney Kings would probably be the biggest threat. But um, where we're sitting right now, um, yeah, I think yeah, I think they'd have to... I, I, don't, I don't know what the, the betting people are saying, but uh, I'd... Yeah, right now I'd say they're probably the championship favourite. Yeah, I'm, I ha- I have to agree with you, Alex. What just um, one thing about you know being away for so long through that COVID experience? Um, what what does it mean to be home? Because they obviously look very comfortable 
now being back um, into the, I guess, the normality of the competition, not having to worry about living in Australia for long periods of time. You think that's been a big part of this uh, journey so far? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, I obviously haven't played for the Breakers for a while, so what it was actually like, Mm. you know, playing quote-unquote home games in Tasmania with 20 people in the stands. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think, think, um, yeah, that, uh, I think the crowd, I don't think crowds, home crowds quite realise how much of a boost they give the home team. Um, Mm. And just kind of having that energy from the crowd, um, which they haven't had for the last two years. Well, pretty much, I think, the first kind of COVID-disrupted year, they played like the last six or seven games at home or something. But um, but yeah, this, it's it makes it makes a ginormous difference. And and just with the just on top of that, like the they've had home games this year, obviously. But the the people that schedule had made the NBL schedule for this year um, haven't exactly done them many favors. <laughs> they've had a um, a lot of a lot of um, you know, road then away double headers on back to back to back weekends, and you know, without a lot of time in between. So, you know, when you consider they've they've had home games, but their schedule definitely hasn't been easy. So when you factor in, what what are they? They're eleven and three, right? Fourteen games 11, into the 11. season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you fact when you factor in the the schedule that they've had with. Um, with that record, that that makes it even more impressive, mm. uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I was reading they're playing in Cairns, and then they flew home. They didn't get home till one o'clock in the morning, and then they had to play take the court at four in the afternoon. <laughs> so you did right. Yeah. They haven't had any yeah. any favors. Just just before we let you go, Alex. Um, I was, how are you doing? How, how how's your um transition? I know you've had your own um you know health uh problems lately. Are you are you doing well, mate? Yeah, I'm I'm doing real well. I actually got the um I had the final kind of kind of stage of the the treatment for everything about actually it was bang on three weeks ago. Um so nice. and I'm been recovering really well from that. Um obviously the initial diagnosis was quite shocking and unexpected. Mm-hmm. But um but kind of the the stages that you have various stages that you have to go through throughout the 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 entire kind of healing or curing process. Um, yeah, it's gone almost as well as it can be. There's there's awesome. been a few hiccups here and there along the way, but um, but yeah, um, in a strange in a strange kind of way, I'm I'm very lucky, unlucky, but. Uh, unlucky but lucky at the same time, if you get what I mean. So, um, yeah. so yeah, things are all, all the kind of stuff that they do to kind of they obviously do all the treatment and you have your surgery and all that kind of stuff and all the scans and tests um, uh, so far suggest that everything's been kept at bay and um, mm, awesome. I feel really good. Um, so yeah. Uh, Keep the fingers crossed, and you yeah, can't complain at how it's how things are going at the moment. Yeah, it's been oh. definitely wasn't. Keep, yeah, it's, it was pretty rough. It's pretty rough at times, but you're going to come out the other yeah. side of it, feeling the feeling the way I do now. Um, yeah, very thankful. 
Oh, I commend you for your honesty, mate. And uh, I can't imagine. Look, I've everyone's have had goes through their own problems. I can I can feel your strength through through my cans here, mate. You're you're a strong man, and that's all you can do. Just stay positive, and, and I'm a hundred percent certain that you will come out of the other side of it, mate. You already sound like you are, and uh, appreciate you for sharing that, Alex Pledger. Thank you so much for your time this morning. You take care, big fella. Get back to sleep, all right? <laughs> all right. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> here he is. Alex Pledger, one of the greats, breakers, champions, legends, four titles, how good, and uh, he's probably fighting his biggest battle off the court at the moment, and uh, all, all signs are showing positive signs, which is good to hear. Yeah, not, and nice um, chat too about the depth of the breakers in their, mm. in their Kiwi ranks, because we all know that the imports are really nailing it for the breakers, but one of the things, and I guess it's across the sport, especially when you're playing that trans-Tasman competition, the Warriors are the same at the moment, is that the Kiwi boys are actually stepping up and that depth mm. uh, for the breakers has been telling with the with the way that they've hit the competition. I can't believe how they're smashing everyone. When they come out of the back of them, <laughs> and we were talking breakers um, leading into the year, I can't believe how much of a transition it's been since they've got home. Like, they're not just beating teams. Mm. They're smashing them. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Watch everyone jump on this bandwagon as the season gets on. <laughs> I'm back on. I've got an Abercrombie singlet. I've got an Abercrombie singlet. I, um, first time, because you think when in NBL, you like 20, like they always 60 to 80 or 80 to, to 70 scores. First time since 2019 they've won, uh, they put on 100 points back to back against opposition teams. So, mate, they are scoring. Yeah. And uh, Brown Jr. <laughs> He is something else, and, I, and I love how Rob Lowe can shoot it from the circle. 56% now shooting from three, and it's just mind-blowing. So they're dropping it. They're spreading. They're spreading the court, if you like my lingo. Yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they're, they're on fire. Hey, hey, is he awesome question there at the end. Um, for those that weren't aware, Alex Pledger, he, he was diagnosed with a form of bowel cancer. I'm pretty sure it was a few years back, and he ended up – Taking the court, I think it was something stupid. Like two months after he got through his first phase, like he's a, you're right, he's a strong man, and it's just so good to hear because he is a legend, four time champ with the Breakers. He's represented the Tall Blacks so many times, mm. Southland Sharks, uh, Waikato before that. So great question, awesome to hear. He's doing well. Great to talk some hoops on ECNZ. Twenty two minutes past eight o'clock. Before we shoot off, we do have a little bit of an update from Germany, Costa Rica. Sends the ball to the left. Rob plays it in, and it's buried for the opener. There it is. And Aubrey scores for Germany. Nine and a half minutes in. Now, the pub team's down 1-0, and so is Japan. Uh, 1-0 to Spain. Those games live in the SENZ app right now. Here with Kim Sweethouse. Great savings every day.